Okay, everybody. Rise and shine. Welcome to the Morning Show Podcast, because you deserve a better morning. We are going to throw it way back to the 80s, and if you were born in the 80s, I'm sorry that I had to say way back to the 80s. That's just where we are today. Not that far back. And also in nerd news, I've got to come clean about being a very bad nerd recently. And in less than 20 seconds, I'm going to tell you a headline that is going to make you scream in your car. Welcome to the Morning Show Podcast. My name is Anthony. I'm Carla Marie, and today is Wednesday, September 21st, 2022. The Core Four. The four headlines you need to know. I can't believe humanity has gotten to the point where I need to say these words. Do not cook your chicken in NyQuil. Hold on. I'm going to have to put an Uber Eats order for lunch and throw out those leftover NyQuil chicken breasts I made. Stop it. NyQuil is essentially the new Tide Pods. There's a viral TikTok video where someone boils chicken in NyQuil, which caused NyQuil to trend on Twitter, and the FDA had to issue a warning. They said it's very unsafe because boiling a medication can make it much more concentrated and change its properties. And even if you don't eat the chicken after boiling it in NyQuil, simply inhaling the vapors could hurt your lungs. The FDA said by boiling your chicken in NyQuil, you could take a dangerously high amount of the medicine without even realizing it. Basically, don't be an idiot. And why are you wasting chicken right now? Are you rich? You know, I love how the FDA had to give a reason for not boiling NyQuil. It's like, just don't do it. They also said, other than it not being appetizing. Yeah, it also looks gross. Disgusting. Don't do it. Stop it. Before I say what I'm about to say, I need to remind everyone that I really haven't had a real job in my entire life, and I've spent nearly all of my adult years talking into a microphone or a camera to make money. So it should be pretty obvious that I'm the absolute last person you should take investment advice from. Okay, now that that is out of the way, how would you like an opportunity to invest along with our crooked politicians who use their inside information on policy changes to buy and sell stocks to make millions of dollars? That's basically the idea behind two new ETFs being offered. Now, first off, what is an ETF? Think of an ETF like a mutual fund or a group of stock listings that you can buy and sell together. The two new ETFs I'm talking about today would follow the buying and selling of stocks by members of each political party, as well as their spouses and children. So let's say you wanted to invest where the Democrats in Congress are investing. You would buy the ETF with the stock ticker NANC, as in Nancy, like Nancy Pelosi. If you wanted to invest with the Republicans, the ticker you'd look for is KRUZ, as in Ted Cruz. And although these options aren't available yet, they could be very soon. And more importantly, the two new investment options really embody the frustration that most Americans have with our elected officials using the information they learn as public servants to pad their own pockets, sometimes to the tune of millions of dollars each year. And there are bills in each chamber of Congress that do aim to limit the investments by elected officials, but the chances of either of them passing are pretty slim. And as it stands, members of Congress are supposed to disclose their investment activity within 45 days of a trade. That's how these ETFs are possible. But even that requirement, which is still pretty new, is often ignored by our elected officials. As recently as two weeks ago, it was reported that over 70 members of Congress violated the new law aimed at limiting insider trading and eliminating conflicts of interest in the legislative branch of our government. 
And before you decide to point fingers at the other side for being corrupt, the investment reporting law was broken by members of both political parties in both chambers of Congress. The newest branch of the U.S. Armed Forces, Space Force, has revealed their official song. It's called Semper Supra, which is Latin for always above. Get okay. it? I'll play it for you in a moment, but a quick explanation on what Space Force does. They're responsible for organizing, training, and equipping guardians to conduct global space operations. The song was revealed at a space and cyber conference yesterday. It was written and composed by two former service members. One is a former member of the Air Force Band and Academy, and the other is a U.S. Coast Guard trombonist and staff arranger. They wanted the song to have a modern spin compared to the other branches' songs, so here is Semper Supra. So that's the modern take. I, I was so confused when I heard it. I thought I was playing the wrong thing. Listen. I mean, it's it sounds awesome. It gives me like. Good, it sounds something. It makes me feel like I'm walking into Magic Kingdom and Disney World. Yeah, it has. I was going to say it has like a Captain America vibes. Yeah. I mean, maybe know? that's what they were going for. And keep in mind, this is my opinion on the song, right. not any of the service members. No, I don't want to clown course. on any service members uh, out there. Of course not. From the people who brought you Brett Favre Steals from Poor People comes the sequel, Minnesota Charity Steals from Poor Children. The Department of Justice has charged 48 people with a fraud scheme that allegedly took $250 million from a federal program that was expanded to provide meals for low-income children during the height of the COVID pandemic. The organization at the center of this scheme was called Feeding Our Future, and it did exist and receive federal funds prior to the pandemic. But when the federal government expanded the program, allowing more low-income children to qualify for free food, the nonprofit decided to open up fake facilities to feed fake children, even going as far as creating fake receipts for food that was never ordered or served and creating fake children that they clearly never fed. And we're likely to see more and more of these fraud cases come to light as the Department of Justice has made it a priority to find and prosecute the many people who took advantage of relaxed oversight and speedy payments from the federal government as they attempted to respond to the economic crisis caused by COVID lockdowns. The Department of Justice has already brought charges in more than 1,000 criminal cases involving over $1 billion in losses caused by fraud. Hope for humanity. Even when the news sucks, there's still hope. A new family of gray wolves has been spotted in Oregon's Cascade Mountains. Wildlife advocates are pumped by this news. It gives hope that the endangered species is recovering. Footage of two adults and two pups were captured on a trail camera. If all four are surviving by the end of this year, they'll be formally known as the Warm Springs Pack, named after the area they were first spotted. After decades of being hunted, gray wolves were almost completely wiped out in the U.S. In 2009, Oregon had only 14 wolves that were known. 
Earlier this year, a judge restored federal protections from hunting gray wolves. Through this and other protection over the years, their numbers have risen. In Oregon, there were 175 individual wolves by the end of last year, living in more than 35 packs. We're about to get into a game called Two Second Tunes. The premise of the game is pretty self-explanatory. We play two seconds of a song, and the contestants have to give us the artist and title of that song. Now, as you're listening to the game in a few seconds, if you find yourself playing along and getting the answers correct, you should definitely hit the link in the description of this podcast episode and sign up to play yourself. You can do what today's contestants did and sign up with a friend or a family member or sign up by yourself and we'll link you with a new friend from the amazing community that we've been able to build here on the Morning Show podcast. And in case you're worried about getting on here and not knowing any songs, now even though that happens, we actually cater the songs we pick to your musical taste. If you can't find the link in the description of this podcast episode, or maybe the podcast player that you're using doesn't allow for linking, just shoot us an email to hello at carlamarieandanthony.com and we'll get you all set up. Think quick. It's two second tunes. We're going to go way, way back. Okay. This Wednesday. How way back? How how way back, yeah. Carla Marie? We're going to go back to the 80s. Okay, well, we were both born in the 80s, so it wasn't that long yeah, ago. Yeah, but some, of these, some of these songs will be older than both of us. Okay, okay. wow. Woo, we are going ancient. back to the 80s for today's two-second tunes, which is where we play two seconds of a song, and then our contestants have to give us the correct title and artist. Now, Carla Marie, now that we know the ground rules... Why don't we meet our contestants? I'm so excited. We have our friend Sean here, and he's brought his fiance Andrea along. Good morning, guys. Hi. Good morning. Uh, Andrea isn't very happy because Sean picked the category of 80s, and she does not think she's going to win. Oh, wait. He picked it? Uh-oh. <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> From what we understand, is it true that you both graduated high school in 1994? Yes. Okay. Yes. So, I mean, 80s, you should know what's up. So, Carla Marie, who is kicking us off first? Andrea's going to go first. All right, Andrea. You are kicking us off. Here is your first two-second tune. Not a clue. Not a clue. Oh, this is going to be, this might be a tough game for you. Sean, since Andrea got zero points, you can steal her points now. Is it Billie Jean by Michael Jackson? Two points. And I do have to say that it might be one of the most recognizable songs ever. So, Andrea, you may have been correct to not want to play this game. And I don't know how I don't know how much of the podcast you've listened to, if if at all. But we have something called the Zeros Club. Oh yeah. Um, there's about like eight people in there at the moment. They are people that scored zero points in a game that nice. they played, and they'll get to come back at some point and try to get out of the Zeros Club, even though it's such a fun place to be. Yeah, I think when we bring people back for the Zeros Club, it'll be like going bowling with bumpers. Like we're <laughs> going to make it easy for everyone to score points. But we'll see because now it's Sean's turn. All right, Sean, are you ready for your two second tune? I am. All right, well, it's Cindy Lauper. Girls just want to have fun. Two points. Andrea, did did you know that one when you heard it? Flipping the camera off now. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, but you knew that one, right? Oh, yes. All right, good to know. All right, so there's hope. Well, we come back to you, Andrea. Here is your two-second tune. The police, every breath she takes. One point, because it is the police. Every breath you take. Okay. 
but you're not the Zeros Club. That's true. You are out of the Zeros Club, so you can breathe Ooh. easy now. You got one point still in the running. Sean, here is your two-second tune in round two. Eurythmics. Sweet dreams, parentheses, are made of this. Parentheses. Well, here's the thing. You don't even have to give us the parentheses. The Sweet Dreams Eurythmics is good enough for two points. I don't think I would have gotten any of There's a few artists on that. Well, yeah, and Annie Lennox is on it as well. But here's the crazy part. I did not think anyone was going to get Eurythmics. I thought everyone would get Sweet Dreams. So, <laughs> Sean, well done there. Carla Marie, what is the score as we enter round three? Uh, Sean's got six. Andrea's a little bit behind with one point. Andrea? I got one. You got one. Let's see if we can add to that. Here is your two-second tune in round three. Oh, God. Do you think you know it at all? Can you sing it? Yes, I can. The video had some black and white. Uh, Sam oh, singing it. Aha, take on me. Say that one more time. Aha, take on me. Two points. Oh, you got it. With well the done. assist from the fiance. You know, I like your progression here, Andrea. You went from zero points to one point to two points. So we're getting, you know, growth, which is important no matter what. Now, we move over to Sean's part of round three. She can't win. Well, it doesn't matter. Let's, let's <laughs> see what Sean would have done. Sean, here is your two-second tune in the last round. Oh, um... Baltimore, Tarzan Boy. <laughs> I've never heard this song. Two points. What? I've got it. Listen, <laughs> uh, we've got to give it up to today's champion, Sean. What was the final score, Carla Marie? Eight to three. Eight to three. Sean, I've got to give you a lot of credit for getting some very random titles and Tarzan artists. Boy? You, you don't know Tarzan Boy? No. Oh, my God. One of my favorite 80s songs of all time, honestly. Oh, God. Thankfully, from what I understand, Andrea, you guys didn't wager anything, right? Uh, no. Okay. Although I'm probably going to go get ice cream. Oh, okay. Well, Sean will get ice cream for himself. Oh. Um, but how is, is, <laughs> Sean a, is Sean a graceful champion, or do you think he's going to no. spend the next couple days gloating? Gloating. <laughs> I love it. And I do want to add that he did not actually ask me about this until I got home from work today. <gasps> wow. Sean. Sean's you... been preparing for, for days. I've been mentally preparing. No, no, no. I I forgot to ask her. We'll have you back, and we'll spring it upon Sean. You can pick the theme. It'll be great. Yeah. Appreciate you guys oh. making time for us. Sean, congratulations <laughs> on being today's champion. Thank you. Hard-fought battle. If you build it, nerds will come. Nerd news. Because there's a little nerd in all of us. I'm going to be honest. I owe an apology to my fellow Pokemon nerds today. And I'm actually bringing you this news Regrettably, a month later than I should have, but somehow this amazing Pokemon news flew right by my Pokefinder. <laughs> About a month ago, a brand new Pikachu popped up in Build-A-Bear. Now, there have been Pokemon available at Build-A-Bear for a while now, but there's a new Pikachu that was released to celebrate Build-A-Bear's 25th anniversary. I didn't realize Damn. the company's been around that long. Damn, that's crazy. And I understand not everyone is a Pokemaniac, so for all of you early celebrating Halloween witches and warlocks out there, you can also 
head over to Build-A-Bear's website and pick up some characters from Tim Burton's Nightmare Before Christmas and decorate your home with some of the residents of Halloween Town. And the best part about both of these nerdtastic collaborations is the fact that they are both only available online so you don't have to be the weird adult walking (gasps) around a workshop built specifically for children. No, that's the best part. Then you put the heart inside. If you go by yourself, you're a weirdo. Make a wish. You got to find someone's kid, like not not steal a kid, like maybe a family member and take them to Build-A-Bear with you. And there you have it, a story for Pokemon, Disney, and teddy bear nerds all wrapped into one. Oh, I'm going to one-up you on Build-A-Bear news. Okay. Fun fact, and I don't know if it works for collaborations like these ones that Anthony just mentioned, but if you go to Build-A-Bear with a kid, mm-hmm. whatever age they are turning is the price you're supposed to have to pay for the bear. And what? that's like a fun fact that people don't know. I follow that girl, Erica, on Instagram, and she talks about all like... Who's Erica? Our friend Erica? No, that girl that did all the flight stuff. Erica. She does Build-A-Bear hacks now? Yeah. And if you go with like a seven-year-old, you're supposed to pay like $7. I'll link her... Uh, Instagram at the morning show podcast today so you can follow her because she's great. Well, if you're there, why don't you link over to Build-A-Bear as well so people can check out the okay. the collaborations. I'll do all the things. All of that is at themorningshowpodcast.com. It may not be important, but we're all talking about it. This is Pop Stop. The newest celebrity to get a college course about them is Bad Bunny. Next year, students at San Diego State University will be offered a course that focuses on Bad Bunny's impact on Latin culture. The professor of the course is from the Journalism and Media Studies Department and said Bad Bunny has transformed reggaeton music like no other artist and that it's been hyper-masculine until Bad Bunny came and flipped it upside down. There are other celebrities with college courses. Beyonce and Rihanna have one together, Taylor Swift, and Harry Styles. So now this is my new life goal. Do you think the celebrity has to, like, sign off no. on it? Because they're no. using their name. Okay, but they use their names in everything. Magazines, all of it. So which one would you take, Carla Marie? Uh, probs the Taylor Swift one. Yeah, I yeah, think but- Harry Styles would be an interesting one to take because it's like the new British invasion, right? Okay. But I've also been a reggaeton fan for a very long time, so I would also be interested in the Bad Bunny class. But my goal wasn't mm-hmm. to take the course. It was to have a course about me. Okay, well, that's probably not going to happen. You don't know that. Rockers, listen to me. Do a course about me. I'm a great alumni. Yesterday, we talked about the viral TikTok showing direct messages from Adam Levine to Sumner Stroh, a model who claims she had an affair with the Maroon 5 frontman. The texts that she reveals in her post show Adam Levine asking if it's okay for him and his wife, Bahati, to name their child Sumner if it's a boy. And I'm sure you heard all about it yesterday, even after we talked about it here on the Morning Show podcast. And Adam Levine clearly saw all the headlines as well and decided to address the issue on his Instagram story. In his statement, he admitted that he crossed the line and used poor judgment in flirting with any woman other than his wife while also claiming that he did not have an affair. He goes on to say that the messages were inappropriate and he has addressed that and taken proactive steps to remedy this with his family. So breaking it all down, Adam Levine did admit that those messages were from him. Where Adam and Sumner disagree is whether or not those messages led to a year-long affair between the singer and the model. And I have a funny feeling this isn't going to be the last time that we're going to hear about this scandal. What's trending? The thing you didn't know you needed until Carla Marie told you about it. You might think I'm crazy for this one, but hear me out. Okay. You know when you're cooking and you have all of that oil left over and you have to wait forever for it to harden and also figure out what to do with it because you should never ever ever dump it down the drain what about a toilet i've heard mixed things okay 
all of it like kind of coagulates in yeah. the pipes. It's not good for anybody. So there's a plant-based powder called Fry Away that you pour into your oil and it turns it into solid organic waste, which makes it easy to toss out right in your garbage pail. I linked it at themorningshowpodcast.com. The Morning Show Podcast. Every morning. Every morning. I listen to with Carla Marie and Anthony. Thank you for spending your hump day with us. Okay, and despite what Carla Marie just said, if you would like to leave us a positive review <laughs> on this podcast, we would greatly appreciate it. Obviously, we are trying to build something here on our own, and if you can help support that in any way possible, we'd appreciate it. So whatever podcast platform you're listening on, there's probably going to be an option to subscribe, follow, like. It's all free to do, by the way. Please hit that button, and if you are on Apple Podcasts specifically, Leave us a review. If you're on Spotify podcasts, you can leave us a five-star rating. Thank you very much. And thank you to Lauren Ray, Mike Meredith, and Jason Burrows. Thanks for listening to the Morning Show Podcast.